This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to D&D the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, James Gressel. With me today are all the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hello. Hey. Hello. Did it right this Night time. Energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like mm. how this is becoming a thing. Wait, I know Maybe. we have. We really have done a bunch of late night ones lately. But this is the second one. Not ever. I feel like it's the third. Wow, we're on a roll. Recently. The, thir- the third in, in recent history. We have done a bunch late night. Yeah, it feels... I can't. When was the last time we actually recorded during the day? I feel I like that was a March, while ago. I think it was sometime in March. Although yeah. it's only mid-April, so that's not that long ago. It just feels like forever. Feels like. It what does. month is it in our game? It is. Uh, I think it's still on and on. The harvest festival at the head or the end? The head. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's like the middle of the month now. Uh, as you guys have left. Night's Pass and traveled into the the Night's Pass um, on your way towards Middleton. Um, so yeah, uh, I was <laughs> I was going back today looking at um, all of my notes and shit uh, for this arc and all of the different things that inspired it. And again, uh, we we gotta once we can get back together, which is very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to do food for this art because it's all just cheese. <laughs> I want to eat cheese with cheese. you guys. Like every fondue party. Yeah, it's fondue and all these different things. It's just like this cheese and potato dish. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> Wait, isn't fondue chocolate cheese? Uh, is it chocolate? No. Inferior fondue is. Fondue is literally yeah. the French word to melt, which I only know because that's a ballet. Uh, move. Yeah. What does oh, that look like? A fondue. Uh, last we left you guys off, I, I said you are on your way to Middleton. Um, you discovered uh, you had a choice after leaving Quarterton to go uh, the high pass, the low pass. You chose the wrong. low pass. We chose wrong. <laughs> and uh, from there, you came upon a or the the remains of a hunter camp um, that was attacked by something. Uh, you found one of the hunters, Marcus, who uh, gave you some information about the attack. It was silent. It was at night. It was terrifying. Um, they never even heard it coming. Um, and then uh, he also told you that he was serving under a man called Varmir Lockhart, who uh, was a uh, folk hero of sorts who was gathering a force <laughs> to um, deal with the problems in Middleton. Oh, but he's not a good guy. The, he could be. He's a hero. Yeah, you 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 don't know. You have mm. you have one information source on Varmir, and that was Marcus. I wonder um, if we had gone the high pass, if we would have multiple information sources on Marcus. No, on Varmir. 
Yeah, yeah. Probably nobody up there knew about Marcus. <laughs> no, probably not. And they never will. And they never what? will. He He's no longer living. We didn't even say the life going in the lower pass. <laughs> <laughs> After you uh, were looking over the map that Marcus had, which uh, looked to be pretty old, it had an old style, it had an archaic form of Elvish on it, it, it was, its art style was unfamiliar to everybody. And everything was like a little bit off from what we recognized. Yes, that's true. You also had found that the plant life around was strange, even though it was uh, all normal colored, it kind of somewhat resembled uh, aspects of the fey plant life that you encountered when you were in the fey wild. So yeah, things are strange in the low pass. But the strangest thing that you guys came across in the last episode was definitely the glowing uh, eyeballs, sets of eye, large uh, orb uh, eyeballs that are approaching you as uh, Flack cast the tiny hut. I'm so glad tiny hut is back. You're welcome. And that apparently we use it weird. <laughs> <laughs> The way that we all play Dungeons and Dragons is like when you practice a foreign language with only other people who like aren't native speakers, but they're also <laughs> learning. And so then you just like learn, you like do stuff that you don't even realize is like weird or wrong. That is <laughs> do you know 100% what I mean? Correct. That's so funny. <laughs> that is 100% correct. <laughs> and like Gressel spent a summer yeah, in, Gressel, the, in the like, country. Lived, uh, he did a yeah, semester. Yeah, so we all and... defer to him, but he's often wrong. <laughs> yeah, except my semester was with like other expats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're like, it's fine. We'll, we'll speak it. English at home. <laughs> So that is where we're going to pick you guys up. The uh, purple barrier, magical barrier of the tiny hut is descending. And these sets of uh, orbs are coming towards you. You are engulfed in your protective barrier. However, there is a large thud above you. And when you guys uh, look, turn your heads to the, to the sky, uh, to the dome, the crest of the tiny hut, you see what appear to be large talons. Like bird talons. So not a monkey. Not a monkey. No, they're bird talons. Gressel uh, wouldn't run a monkey into this. That's true. He would never. <laughs> it's pr- probably not. <laughs> Beth, Beth had to bring monkeys in to this. Yes. Beth had to bring monkeys into it because I don't care for monkeys. Thanks again for the user submitted items. You've cursed our podcast. Yes. Although I, I also don't care for spiders and I did have spiders. You did. You invented spiders and then we like. How do you feel about spider monkeys? Oh. Are they on your list of like, no, they're too weird? No, because they're bigger and closer to apes. Oh, It's the I small see. shifty monkeys that really freak me <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> right. Like the ones um, from Jumanji. The ones like uh, the fucking monkey on Friends, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. That's one of the worst creatures on Earth yeah. are those monkeys. Yeah. Capuchin monkeys. A- actor monkeys. I said Reese's monkeys, but I meant capuchin Hi. monkeys. The ones that like Reese's pieces? T- <laughs> every monkey, dude. They like all like Reese's pieces? They all like them. Everyone Sorry to derail the fuck out of this episode. It's not monkeys. It's not monkeys. It's, <laughs> these are bird talents. 
and uh, as you're looking uh, around the talons, two huge glowing uh, eyes uh, look down at you through the uh, through the barrier of the of the dome. You can just make out through the darkness in the reflection off of the dome. It's this kind of a purple reflection uh, that's casting light around these eyes. You know, the light from the eyes is reflecting off of the purple dome. And you start to see uh, something, a, a large face uh, that resembles a bird. There's a, a very sharp pointed beak uh, in between these two, in, in between <gasps> these two eyes. Like how big is oh, this thing? It's a fucking, it's a fucking, and this is out of, Zabbis would not know this. Uh, I'm wondering if Marjorie can roll perception. And because she has like the bird ape, like maybe she is connected to the different species. Dude, is it a harpy? No. Oh, it's not okay. a harpy. Yeah, a harpy Marjorie would look that. like a like a woman. Like a Russell loves it when yeah. we roll. Try that, Marjorie. Give the bird tits, then it's a harpy. <laughs> Marjorie squints her eyes to see if the bird has tits. <laughs> Does it have any, any tits? Any She's not looking for the tits. She's just she's trying to use her like bird knowledge. Uh don't roll perception, roll nature. Great. <laughs> Gressa loves it when we roll correctly. Dirty <gasps> twenty-one. Nice. <laughs> dirty, dirty twenty-one, like like any As number is to a natural any number. twenty-one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I had a plus one, but I had a plus two and I already started saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have questioned it if they didn't say anything. Gressel. Is it an owl? It is an owl. <gasps> it is an owl-like face. However, um, you notice... It has arms. It does. Okay, Marjorie figures this Stop. shit out. What? Because the... Is it an owl bear? It's an owl. I don't know oh. if it's an owl bear, but it's definitely... Like, they were they were using bow and arrows, and they were flighting the arrows with their own feathers, and that's why they were silent. Owl person? What the I'm fuck? I'm rolling perception. Is it? Oh, fine. <laughs> I have Flack Black looks up and just looks right into Fletch. Like just you, like turn your head up, and it's just it's just like Fletch's ass. Right? <laughs> is the dome now fully to the ground? The dome is fully uh, domed. Yes. I was gonna. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say. Zavis is definitely a horse girl. Um, you are fully encased in the dome, um, and you see this owl person. Uh, it can't from, see us, it's though, an right? Owl with arms. You're unsure if uh, it can see you. In theory, it cannot. From the outside, right. the dome looks uh, appears completely purple. purple. However, these large owl eyes are fixed upon the uh, spot in which you are. You're un- you, you're not sure if it can see you or not, but it's I... definitely looking down at you. Through this, There's can I cast them. like a cantrip, like of a? Can I do like prestidigitation of like some bright, flashy lights to see if I if it'll like look at them? Ooh, good to idea. see if yeah, to see if it can see us hunt. for sure. You can do that. I haven't cast a cantrip in so long that I'm so weirded out by the fact that I don't even really. Yeah, have to you click can just anything. do it. I just can. I just can do it. The owl face does not turn towards uh, the light that you cast in a different section of the uh, of the hut. It's it's basically just looking down, and uh, you can see as it does, it has wings. Its wings are kind of curled in front of its body, and uh, it's looking down at you kind of bent forward. 
uh, you, if you look out in front of you where the original set of eyes were approaching, they are now getting close enough to the dome where the same thing is happening. The light from their eyes is reflecting off of the purple where you're getting these, this kind of purple uh, glow on um, the, the other uh, owl creatures that are walking towards you. Uh, you see that they stand about six feet tall. They have large owl uh, faces. Some of they, they all uh, are colored uh, a little bit differently, although they all have these huge, huge eyes. A lot of them have different uh, shades of feathers in their faces, but they all you know start light and then get darker around the edges. There seems to be one that is uh, closer than the others that it, that seems to be uh, you know is is the closest to you right on the outside of the dome. Uh, this one has a completely white face and the longest nose beak area, like a barn owl. Right. Um, they all have That's very terrifying. <laughs> I hate it. They all have very dark uh, and <laughs> speckled uh, plumage on their wings, and all of them have their wings folded over their fronts, hiding their titties. Wrestle, <laughs> yeah. modest owls, my favorite band. <laughs> Oh god, that's, that's almost like 2008 sounding yeah, band really name. <laughs> um, the one that's closest to you, its wings spread out, revealing a humanoid body underneath, covered yes. in feathers, with uh, arms, and uh, it is holding <laughs> a bow that it, uh, is notched with an arrow, but not drawn, and it's pointed at the ground. Marjorie's so excited that she figured it out. It has arms under its wings. Yes. So it is, oh, a, it is a, a humanoid bird creature that has wings. And yeah, when they, when they walk around, they fold their wings over in front of them um, to kind of give a impression of like a normal looking owl. But when they, their wings part, it's a, more of a person. Oh, I so hate conscious. this. I think that's I think so scary. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so creepy. It's deeply weird. I want to like re-roll my character and be one of these guys. <laughs> How many of them are there? Uh, there? There are four and then the fifth one up top. Oh. The one up top starts to stomp around and uh, no. kind of <laughs> test the, the structural integrity of the dome. Oh, no. uh, you start to hear uh, hoots, hooting. Um, and coos and, and, and owl noises as, as you would know them from a regular owls, but uh, they're more intense and um, uh, their volume shifts uh, perhaps to intone some sort of intention uh, or inflection. You, you, none of you speak this language, obviously. Uh, Gressel, real quick, while, yes. while they're hooting and hollering here, um, Mar- the eyes are emitting a light. Yes. Does Marjorie recognize that light as being similar to the light of the shaman, the Knoll shaman with his uh, court staff? Wasn't that a gold light as well? Well, roll Arcana. Just just to see what you can get out of this. See? Oh, it's not great. Four? Yeah, no. <laughs> different, it's enough to know they're different lights. I Thanks. have a theory that these are just weird little outfits. And I'm wondering, because we have a disguise kit, right? Yeah, but everyone freaks out in a different way and deals with fear kind of in their own way. Uh, but I, I do need you to be present in the moment here. These are real owls that have surrounded our tiny hut. 
<laughs> okay. But what if even okay, let's here. Let's what if they dude, what if they're us from the future? For sure. Some toxic waste and turned into owl people. You think you, toxic waste would turn you into a beautiful, quiet uh, owl that can fight silently but deadly? Marjorie, that sounds like yes. you. I know. Maybe so, I can talk if, to them. Try go it. For it. Go out there and see. Well, no, yeah, don't go out there just yet. Maybe try to talk through well, the bubble. Because here, here's 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 my here's my plan, and I don't know a lot about animals, but I do know. And this is one of my favorite animal facts: that owls are actually really, really stupid. They're like the <laughs> dumbest true. birds. It's true; they're like the dumbest birds, which is why it's funny that everyone thinks that they're wise. They're really fucking stupid. Oh. They're terrible. I okay. I I don't know if if we can do this because we have like a disguise kit. I don't know who it is or where it came from. I think it's flax. Of course, it's flax. Can I? Because you know. Uh, can I dr- can I try and dress up like an owl and like walk around outside? Because I'm also kind of tall. I wonder if like oh yeah, let's make Zavis an owl. Yeah, I wonder if they would be like oh maybe we accidentally got one of our guys stuck under there. <laughs> yeah, that sounds yeah. good. But uh, just in case Zavis gets torn apart, do we have any? Uh, should we like tie him up with a rope and pull him back in? If they start oh, scratching, they yeah, can't. okay, they can't pull anything back in that leaves the hut. Oh, yeah, that's no, yeah, we can. Anything that begins inside the hut can move three freely through it. Wait, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool, guys. The rules haven't changed for the hut. It's been like four <laughs> years, dude. Like actually, it's been like four years. What would I have to roll to make Zabus an owl? Make me an. I can owl. assist. I also have a disguise kit. I don't yes. agree with this plan. I am. Just as majestic what? and just as stupid. Oh, what? Do you have just... questions? Dutch, do you want to be an owl too? No, no, no. You're tall you're too, tall. dude. Both yeah. of them can pull it off. Uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. We, can we be could be owls. your little owl babies. Worst we could be worst. your owl babies. I like how creative you all are being. Woo-hoo. I could literally <laughs> be your owl baby when well, I show off my feather cape. Owl it's baby. tempting to say yes to you, Marjorie, but I don't think Thank that this is going to work. I feel like we Why? should try to, well, we should try to communicate with them before we just leave the safe. Uh, do you guys remember Marcus? I just yelled that out. <laughs> Did they hear uh, just me? Interrupted all, me. all of the eyes turn in your direction. Oh, oh God, that's great. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and none of the bodies turn. Oh, they just oh, because their heads can swivel like 360 <laughs> degrees. Yo. It. Flack, you could have just said, I will eat your babies to them, and you would never know. <laughs> no, just oh, accidentally man. saying stuff. Yeah, Uh-oh. so maybe say, we should try. Eat their babies. No, save please don't say anything more. Oh, no. No! <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you say no? <laughs> yeah. uh, now there? the bodies catch up with the heads. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Can't Marjorie just turn into an owl and go out That's there? That's what I've been oh! saying. Yeah. No, I know. You like said it, and then I was like, mental note, get back to that, and then I didn't. You, <laughs> you were like, I'm tall, and so I would make a better owl, and I can't, def- thing is, I can't fight that fact. That's the thing is we have to decide between tall, owl-looking person yeah. or... Actual owl, but it's like smaller but than it's these small. things, it's and we don't and know what's arms. going on out there. Fletch sits on the ground and crosses his arms. <laughs> what, do, what, what do you want to do, Pissy? Yeah, Pissy. 
remember Marcus? Yeah. You yeah. look over and when you see that uh, two of the owl people are uh, going through Marcus's pockets. Uh, you oh, can no. see it, but there's no sound. So, so weird. Yeah, they're so quiet and they're so vicious and they will kill us immediately. So I propose that we communicate a different way, either with music or okay. maybe owls can see really good in the dark. Why don't we try to blind them or something to escape? Ooh. I just, I, I, they, I don't hate that. I want to talk to them first because they may, they might be valuable assets to our cause if we can just figure out a way to communicate with them instead of dressing up like an owl and going out there and hooing <laughs> <laughs> and potentially dying and having or having margarine turn herself into a little owl and fly Listen, into the sky Brian, and get shot with an arrow i'm unkillable i'm convinced we ate okay one calm down two we can do all these things we can do them all in order with the four of us listen to this you got any way to make bright light dude I'm talking to you, Fletch. Yes, our uh, our bracelets. Yes, perfect. All right, All four of us together could. Number one. Yeah. Marjorie turns into an owl, oh. goes out there. See I, I think we should do goes. the light thing first. I think we should do the light thing. Number Second. two. <laughs> is dressed as an owl and goes out there and tries that. Number three, I go out there. Give an enchanting performance. You do like music. The, why don't you if do all it that inside, fails, you try your light. Why thing. don't you do it inside the hut rather than going out? Because they wouldn't. The hut. I don't think they'd be able to. They hear can't hear us, right? They just flack. Can they hear us? How does oh, they, they, they can hear us? Oh. So why don't we try playing the music first, and then if that doesn't yeah. work, then we'll try the lights to blind the. Then we'll. Then we'll. Then second, so we'll you have to give them a sensory overload. Yeah, I mean, like, eyes, like the, ears, and then eyes again. Yeah, basically, if if all of this seems like it's going badly, then I will just cast Fireball and make a giant flame ball, and their eyes are just not going to be able to handle it, and then we can run away. Yeah, and then if, if that doesn't work, I'll just call the storm and then make it super rainy so that they can't really fly and their movement is... All right, it. last option, we, we just go to sleep here, and then they're gone in the morning. Well, how long does I, the hut last for? Isn't it like an hour? Ten hours. Ten hours. I also think he, yeah, Ten wouldn't hours. be able to. There's something, if do, listener, if you're Wait. like, why would they just do something? I'm telling you now that I'm very menaced by the fact that there's owls just standing around. I think this is a nightmare, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's just normally things we encounter will start talking to us and interacting with us and doing stuff, and these these are just like there. It's always <laughs> the silent ones. These owls, and then that mushroom. Yes, well, this is the, the, the for sure <laughs> things that don't like actually provoke us or like entice us into like interacting with them in any way. They just are kind of there are like the ones where we're going to maybe almost kill ourselves. <laughs> check this. Check this. I'm going to give an enthralling performance. I'm going to choose four of the owl creatures that watch and listen to me perform for one minute. They have to make wisdom saving throws and is charmed if it fails for one hour. Will it work because the watching part? That watched and listened to you perform. I'll count listening. Okay. Thanks. They, they hoot up. Yeah, they were the Yeah, yeah. They did hear yeah, yeah. They did hear you, so we'll count it. I'll all right. So you start play playing a song. Uh Fletch, are you gonna drum along or anything? Yes. Of you course. have like a, you have a drum, I right? Have, I have yeah, a drum yeah. on me, so I'll, I'll Do drum I along. still have my guitar? Yeah. Does that exist? Yeah. It feels what, like I'm saying I have like a staff and a guitar. It's you just can so sling much that fun. across your back, eh? 
That's true. Yeah. You also have the, the bag of holding. Like, That's true. So any, yeah. anything you don't want to like appear item. on on screen. Yeah. <laughs> Fletch uh, starts drumming a little beat and then Flack uh, picks up with his ukulele and uh, Zabbis, if you want to um, use some of your your Neil Young granted guitar ability. <laughs> oh my God, that's perfect for, to play for a bunch of owls. That is. There was a stream on his website a couple weeks ago that was just him <laughs> with chickens, like playing his guitar. That's, that's perfect. He's, <laughs> he's living the good life. Marjorie also tries to join in, but it's not as successful as it was back during the festival because her body isn't oiled up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, dry hambone. Dry hambone. <laughs> dry hambone. Oh, yeah, all all the all the good uh, the good bits have been cooked off of this bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, geez, wow, that was a lot of bad rolls. Great. That's good for us. Two of the owls who are going through Marcus's body, they turn in your direction when you all start playing, uh, and they uh, walk closer to the hut, and they start to uh, s- softly kind of sway back and forth in rhythm. Uh, the one up top flies down to join those other two and also starts swaying. Uh, every, uh, even though you watch this thing move, no sound. The big one with the white face doesn't, uh, doesn't start swaying with the others. Uh, that one puts a hand, three talon-like fingers. Ew, what the fuck? Uh, up on, <laughs> up on the, uh, the purple dome and gets its face really close to the to the dome you get uh the best look so far at its eyes roll insight all y'all all of it i want to like get up real oh, close man. to it saving plus Ten. zero baby let's go 11 i rolled i rolled a 20 oh my god <gasps> <laughs> 16 <laughs> I gaze into the abyss of this thing's eyes and know it. Fletch and Zabbis, you get the sense that the eyes, even though all like the beak is very severe, the talons are very severe, uh, everything about their whole kind of being is very intimidating and intense. Um, there's a uh, curiosity in the eyes that doesn't seem malicious. Okay. And and Zabbis, you you might even go so far as to describe them as kind kind but it's it's it is uh somewhat hard to tell they don't really have like um eyebrows necessarily do we want to change tactics here because i feel like maybe they're nice maybe maybe we can send yeah let's send marjorie out and at least she'll be able to like fly away marjorie turns into an elf owl and is that that is that a kind of owl that's a kind of owl what is an elf? Owl? Wait, like actually? Oh yeah. Okay, that seems very appropriate for Marjorie. Oh, he's so Wait, tiny. Oh, so... I hope Elf Owl is not what ends up on the season four D and D poster. Oh, they're so cute. Uh, oh man, I clicked a picture and it was from the Guardians of Gahul Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing. I was writing this, and I had to avoid anything with a G. Because of that. <laughs> because of Guardians of Google. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Boy, that's um, funny. Oh, this is, yeah, like that video on that playlist. I was like, look at him, he's so calm. And he turns around and it's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you turn into this tiny owl. These are very small, yeah? These are real little they guys. They are. Where are you flying? I'm not Marjorie? flying. 
I'm, you just there's turned the into three an that are standing next to each other, bobbing yep. their heads and listening to Flack's song. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to adorably walk out <laughs> and just look up, up at them. Just a just <laughs> couple little clumsy steps, maybe trip a little bit and look <laughs> up. And, and, and just be like adorable. And be adorable. Like- I also, by the way, yeah. have plus 10 to animal handling checks related to birds. Oh my god! <laughs> because of my my tunic of bird calling You're, slash rope uh, of animal friendship thing. Oh my god! You exit the hut. You pop bob over to them. Hop over to them. Uh, the big one uh, leans down and folds its wings back and holds down. Uh, like makes like a cup with its hands and holds it out in front of you. Oh, I hop in. It brings it up to to uh, its face. Is um, it going to eat her? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is how margarine dies. <laughs> just getting choked down, like just one swallow or the. Uh, uh. Just, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you guys have to take an owl pellet to a priest no. to resurrect it. <laughs> <laughs> Not how I imagined myself going out, but it's pretty rad. But no, it picks you up. It brings uh, you up to its face, uh, and it hoots at you in a, in a way that kind of you get the sense that it expects you to understand because you came out of a thing that it could not see through as an owl. Right. Mar- Marjorie's going to like open her beak and, and try to make a noise and then sadly look down and shake. Uh, oh. He says, oh, would the common speech be better for you? <laughs> what the fuck? Ew. <laughs> what? I didn't say <laughs> that out the- loud. <laughs> 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 It would. Oh, it would. You could speak common. I can. Uh, my companions are unable to form the words. It's very difficult with this beak. You'll excuse me if I don't speak much. Absolutely excused. My name is Margarine Sticks. What's yours? The common speakers call me Argyle. Like the sweater? That's what they tell me. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a couple friends inside of this tidy hut, and we're we're awful f- afraid of you, because you're so big and strong and pretty and intimidating. And I, I, we don't mean you any harm. We assumed you were captives of this one here, and his companions. Oh, Marcus, Marcus is a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this tiny owl just voting <laughs> that guy after he's dead. <laughs> I love he it. He got caught in his own trap. It would have been easier to dispatch him if we had found him in that trap. We're not from this place. Several moons ago, there was some kind of event. We we were we were shifted somehow. I from absolutely our home. understand. As a fellow shifter, I, this makes sense to me. You, you are also from elsewhere? Uh, Roll deception, Marjorie. Yeah. Talking about uh, her body. Sorry, I, <laughs> I thought you were talking about dreams. Oh. <laughs> Does she have advantage if, she's, uh, if she has that in mind that she's not lying because oh. she is talking about shifting into this owl body? That's true. It's just a misunderstanding. All right. right. Yeah. It's, like, it's like taking a polygraph test if you actually believe <laughs> what you're yeah. saying. Fair. Okay. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Advantage, Marjorie, although that was a good roll. I did roll a 20, so. Roll, roll. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I just like debating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that's true. Uh, real quick aside, James one time spent way too long arguing for potassium as a K in categories. It because it's a fucking genius move. <laughs> you just wanted to put down a K. It, it's the no, atomic symbol. The letter was K. Yeah, and uh, what was it? Element or something? It was no, something I, where potassium would have been the answer. Anyway, I see. James and genius. Jo- yeah, James and Joyce. The genius. debate. Well, good for you, dude. You're super smart. <laughs> and I'm proud of you. Some aspects I ah, have. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. So he, he he Argyle believes you. It's like, oh, you are also from elsewhere. Uh, uh, this is not your true true form, though. We oh, it's we not, would no. know. Hold on. One one second. Margarine uh, jumps off of his hands and flies back into the. Uh, into the dome mm. and goes and grabs the map that Marcus had. Okay. With her little talons. Yeah. And then she zips back and hopefully his hands are still there and she lands uh, atop his, his three pronged fingers mm-hmm. um, and presents this map. We, we got this off of Marcus and I'm, do you recognize it as being the place that you shifted from perhaps? I hold yes. it up with my little foot. Yes, this is the this is the valley as we know it. This I knew is... it, guys! I knew it! I knew it! What? I'm, I knew it. Can we hear them? Yeah, yeah you could hear, hear them because you could hear the hooing and things. Uh, what did you know? I told you that this the map is about the the third world, but we're world three, really. But it's oh. not the Feywild. I I don't think it's the Feywild. I think it's the is other that... one. Is that the Dark Realm? The Dark Realm? Are you from the Dark no Realm? Else? We are from our home. We, we don't... Well, we're all from our <laughs> homes. Let we us don't, We don't really have a, have a word for it. it but, but it's much more... It's much more colorful than this place. I mean, uh, and it's, it, it, your companions... You can let your guard down. We mean, we mean you no harm. You, we, uh, you, we, we, we know that you honor? had nothing to do with this, this one and his, his band. Was he attacking you? I walk out of the hut with Pete. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, yeah, Just... with Pete. Mm-hmm. Oh. That gonna freak him out a bit? Uh, no, they, they do not react to Pete. Um, but they do, uh, when Fletch comes out, they kind of bow a little bit. What? Uh, uh, hold on. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> uh, I see that they've bowed to Fletch, and I just immediately assume, like, they um, maybe have some reverence for elves, as everyone does and should. And so I, I also leave the bubble, and I'm like, really? I'm holding myself very proudly with my, my bone staff. Your cape that, like, flutters behind you. Yes, yeah, your, your cape of billowing, cape. yeah. Do they bow to Zabbos? They do, and the other uh, owl people like hoot something, and uh, Argyle uh, greets you as greetings, knowledge keepers. It is it is oh, good to see yeah. you, Papo. Do you see this? We got a whole goddamn audience out there. Let's let's give him a show. <laughs> and I hop on Papo's back, standing on him, and I'm I'm still playing my enthralling performance that a bunch of the owls are into, and. Papo walks me out of the dome, and as we exit it, it like it does the like it just pops out of existence. But I'm still playing music. 
<laughs> getting towards the end of your like iron and wine song or whatever you're playing for these owls. <laughs> Not really. Oh my god. Greeting bird fans. The three who were into it, like stay into it, but the other one and Argyle um are more interested in um Fletch and Zabbis and Margarine. Um but you've got three <laughs> I throw my got three. I throw my arm around Zabbis and uh, say, "Hi, yes, we are the keepers of the knowledge." And you didn't. You didn't even want to talk to them. Are you talking to me, the keeper yeah. of knowledge? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was. You know, you you were different back then. <laughs> I, I knew what was going on. I just wanted to, you know, play it up for everybody. We were hoping that that the knowledge keepers would be able to to help get us home. We have heard legends of, of, of other worlds, but we, we never thought we would encounter one ourselves. We, we're just humble woods folk. Uh, we, we are the Hulits. The Hulits. <gasps> <laughs> Hulits, Russell. The Hulits. We've made our home the in this Hulits. valley for, for generations. We suddenly found m- myself and, and my, my small flock here found, found ourselves in this unfamiliar place you should really start referring to yourself as a parliament. Is that That's a group what of owls? That's what owls is called. Dude. They should have yes. looked that up. <laughs> How are, they can't be stupid and call themselves a parliament. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> They're so stupid. Checks out to me. <laughs> <laughs> Got them, most of the world. <laughs> most <laughs> democracies. I was... Wow, my brain's in a different place because I was like, oh man, like Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking to like George Clinton owl. I wish this guy was George Clinton as an owl. Now so I want to redo cool. this whole whole we we've recorded <laughs> for 50 minutes. Let's start over. Uh we are the Hulits. We've been we've made our home in this valley for generations. We suddenly found ourselves in this new place. We knew we had to seek the knowledge keepers to try to find uh, out what had happened. But we went to their city here on this on this map you have. And he indicates where Marcus had said that uh, Varmir's camp was. Oh. Your folk, the knowledge keepers, call this city Primavera. And we thought we would find you there. But we went where there were once buildings and people uh, and, and, a, and a city. We found remains, just ruins. And, and and it looked as though there was recently a camp of sorts there, but but there were no traces of, of your people. There were strange, horrible smells. And we found these massive cages that had feathers of our cousins inside of it. When we investigated them, we determined that it seemed as though our, our, our cousin, our, our, our four-legged cousins were being held captive and being being uh, somehow maybe traded or something. This isn't this isn't a practice we know your your people not to to do. So we were everything was was different and and, and we were so uh, afraid. We we tracked we tried to track where where our cousins had had gone and we came across uh, the these poachers and we we dealt with them. We dispatched them and we freed our friends. And he like raises his wings. Not his hands. Oh. His hands are still holding margarine, but he raises his wings, and three owl bears come out from the woods. Oh, yeah! They seem very docile and and fine. We found uh, these in, in cages not far from here. Uh, we we uh, 
when we know when we when we thought you might have been taken captive by by these same folk, these same hunters, which is why we we freed you. But then you did the the dome, and we were, <laughs> we were confused. Well, here's the thing, uh, uh, Argyle. I I am a little confused as well. I you know as a knowledge keeper, I I I, I briefly recall being called that, but. There was an incident where I, I, uh, how do you say it in your tongue? Lost my memory. They're just talking in common. You could just say amnesia. Okay. Well, I I don't remember why I'm called a knowledge keeper or why Zabbos and I here are called knowledge keepers. Do you have? Yeah. I don't know why I'm called the knowledge keeper. Buddy, I don't think that's you. I know it, but every time I tell them, they just don't believe me. So go ahead and um, let them let them know. Let me know why I'm a knowledge. Oh keeper. my gosh, we've never seen s- such small figures shred. I know. I know. <laughs> what, I, are are you a child? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> this is our little baby what? child. He's a uh, he's a little he's a little kid sometimes. This, is this child's going to shove this yuke up your ass if you keep that up, I don't man. I you're strong enough. <laughs> Aren't Black and Zappos arm in arm right now? Yeah. We, didn't pu- we didn't punish him enough as a child. We spoiled him. Pardon his mouth. Yeah. What <laughs> the fuck? I'm taller than Marjorie. Standing- Marjorie's an owl Marjorie's right now. Marjorie's a bird, Shut though. Up. <laughs> He's standing on a pig so mad. You know what? That's not really a bird. They know, man. That's a person. I told him that I was a shifter. <laughs> You're just standing there pointing like, that's not a bird, that's a person, that's not a bird, we know. <laughs> I'll start. I, I think to myself. <laughs> your, your folk are known as knowledge keepers because they, they, they just know everything when, when we have questions. About the oh, world. that'd be great if that carried over to these two. <laughs> we when we when we go to the to the cities of of your people, they they always have answers. Whenever we have questions, uh, and and they have great buildings and great art and great uh, great power uh, of all sorts, and and it it's truly you know something that we. We respect and, and, you know, they, they respect us and, and we have a good relationship with your people. So we, we count you as friends. Yes. How would you describe the leader of the Knowledge Keepers where you're from? There is a, there is a local representative. The name is not important because it'll never come up again. <laughs> um, good to know. But, but, there, but there is a, there have been times when there seems to be some sort of uh, distant traveler who will visit the lands and, and be exalted in the cities. Um, that one travels with much pomp and uh, with, with a, a, a honor guard of, of dragon folk. Yeah. What does he look like? Does he have red hair? Does he, uh, does yeah. he have a uti- unicorn on his emblem? It's a, it's a binocord. There's two horns. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, that one. They're does. from the Feywild, guys. Guys, the Hulits are from the Feywild. I was thinking that because he mentioned uh, colorful stuff. Wow, you yeah, are a knowledge keeper. Yeah, I was definitely wrong. 
And I'm adult enough to recognize that. <laughs> I am. That does make me even more curious about this third, like, hell world or whatever it is. <laughs> I turn. I turn to the team, guys. Do we? Do we? Can we get them home? If we take them to the elfin ruins, I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm very. You know, just thinking about how, like, how the hell do we manage to get over there? <laughs> And these these fine people haven't. We really do fail upwards. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I think we could get them home. Yeah, let's get them home. And hey, guys, could you let me like at some point during the getting them home thing, just let me like do something where they see that I did it, and then they're like, "Oh, gnomes are cool." I'm just trying to, you know, so that they if they've never seen gnomes before, we gotta make a good impression. They already fucking worship you, elf. So you know, does that that make sense? I think they. Worship all of us. Nope, nope. He's pretty uh, dismissive of me. Let me be cool. You did play a right? good tune. I know, and those three fucking loved it. And I pointed them. It's just, it's not enough little... for you. You need more. You need everybody. To... I, I think they might just think you're a human baby. <laughs> yeah, and that's a problem. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta dispel that. I mean, I, <laughs> I think I know one way. Throw your beard out a little bit more. You yeah, could some five o'clock shadow. You could take a nap. You could, be, you could just turn into a spaghetti yeah. clown and be like a full, like a fully grown person. He's taller. There you go. Sure, I could be spaghetti clown if that's what you guys want. It's not. It sounds like no, it's, it's sounds what like you, like you want. want. I can go to sleep right now. <laughs> it's extremely not what we want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they've ever had spaghetti. Hey everybody, Russell here with a few quick announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 126 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&Dpod on Twitter or D&D&Dpod on Instagram, or email us at D&D&Dpod at gmail.com. Thanks so much for bearing with us as we got the episode out a little bit late this week. Uh, we're still playing catch up to our uh, missed week last week. Thanks again to everybody who sent questions in for that impromptu discussion. Uh, but we did have to record a bit, little bit later than we usually do. Uh, so got the episode out a little bit later than we usually do as a result. It all feeds each other. Uh, and I appreciate the understanding for the late release. Still get it out on Wednesday, though. So thanks to everybody who is listening to it uh, late at night, wherever you are or on your drive home. If you're driving home. I, wow, that was a weird bit of normalcy. Um, however, you're listening to the show as you're listening to it. Thank you for listening. Beth's shop is back open, bethbyrad.shop, radshop.cool, whichever URL you so choose to put in will get you to the store, and from there you can find uh, D&D&D merch as well as her other incredible artwork. Uh, be sure to grab the logo prints while you can. Those are a hot commodity, and they are running low, so go uh, radshop.cool and pick up your D&D&D logo prints while supplies last. They're so great i love them i can't say enough great things about them we gushed about them uh in the discussion episode from last week so go listen to that if you want to hear more about the logo uh it's incredible it's a masterpiece i love it go buy one for your home if you haven't already go ahead and follow us on spotify hit that follow button that helps us out uh and yeah check out our subreddit if you're so inclined where uh there's discussion about the show amongst listeners I think there's a Discord, but I don't know anything about Discord because I'm an old man. So um, seek out other fans who may be able to uh, clue you into a Discord if that's a thing. Uh, I think that's it for me for this one. So thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Argyle, we're forming a plan right now to get you back to where you need to go. There are portals in this world that will take you to the Feywild. And we think we know where the closest portal is. Um, it might actually be right over Primavera. If our world's knowledge keepers, if they're trying to hurt you or capture you or, or fight these owlbears, I don't know if it would be smart for us all together to go out and, and get to the ruins. So maybe we should forge ahead and create some kind of communication system with you guys. We can fly and you can fly, but the rest of you Occasion. don't look like you can. Can you pick us and up? And you have this cart and, and this pig. And this they pig can't pick and up the, the pig to fly the pig, but maybe they can pick us. Maybe they can pick us up. We'd really rather not. We need our hands for. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's wait for him to finish explaining. Okay. Before we presume that he'll carry us anywhere. Yeah, man, that's that's rude. We shouldn't. <laughs> Full have of knowledge. That of I just want to throw out options. Ah, but being full of knowledge does not mean that one is wise. Like. Owl. <laughs> All right, other knowledge keeper. I understand where you're going with this, and I will uh, take my leave. <laughs> Did Flesh just leave us? No, no, Did you no. Take the... I think he just, I just stopped, stopped talking. Stopped talking. <laughs> he just, like, yeah. turned around. I don't think that means. What you... Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Continue, Mister Argyle. I'm surprised you don't know know this. This is strange, but I guess we're in a different place. I'm I'm still trying to catch up and find the words in in common. Um, that your your people had built um, uh, lifts. I think is the is the is the word um, to get from this lower part of the valley up to where they built their cities. You see on your on your map here. There's there's uh, Primavera. If, if you think that that's how you we you can get us home, we'll go back that place though. It was it was empty. There, it was there had recently been been uh, folk there. There was uh, there were you know uh, uh, old cook fires and discarded supplies and those, those old cages. But there was this also this horrible smell and and signs of of, of a fight. Maybe it looked like a, a military camp. Maybe um, and and there was none of the splendor that we know the city to be. Hmm. Um, but but there's also another city. If you look at this point on the map. Mm-hmm. There's a second lift that goes to Ludenfrom, uh, which is another uh, a knowledge keeper city. And you look at the map, and he points at the map, and you guys roll uh, history. Eight. Oh, we're doing that. Luda, what? Luda. Uh, <laughs> uh, Twelve. Ludenfrom. Five. <laughs> we're not smart. <laughs> like. <laughs> 14. <laughs> 14 will do it. <laughs> Flack. <laughs> From Pop, Popo, Popo like walks over next to, next to everybody. Um, now that the song is done. Uh, and Flack, you recognize. Did I say that, Russell? 
that the song is done. You're still playing the song? I I do a very nice finale. Excellent. Do the three owls that were into it clap? They don't it clap because that's not how they express, <laughs> express that. Yeah, it's like a clacking. Ooh, I like I'll, it. I'll clap. Yeah. Flesh claps. And a clack, clack, back, back to you guys. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, they understand you're in your tone. And oh. They get, they get that it's friendly. Um, <laughs> he, Mike, so he's like, I'll clap. And then uh, James just ignored him. And his face was so like, well, I guess I'll just <laughs> go for it. Oh, and myself. I heard that too, F-Body. Thank yeah, you. That's yeah. Zoom. Zoom it's issues. so cute. Flack, you recognize that the, the, the point... Uh, on the map, if you were if you were laying the map over a a map of your version of the valley, the city that he identifies as uh, Ludifrom uh, is Middleton. Oh, that there's Middleton. Oh, in our in our parlance. Wait, then is Primavera something else, or is that? And Primavera is, of course, Primavera is what you uh, knew to be the uh, Elven ruins, the site of of known oh, ruins. I see. Okay, uh, which is where um, uh, Varmir Lockhart had his camp, that, or uh, where Marcus told you Bar- Varmir Lockhart's camp was. Right, okay. Um, it's also the ruins that are mentioned in uh, Plintherin's journals uh, in terms of the uh, the region surrounding Middleton. So <clears throat> I, I really quickly uh, tap Argyle on the shoulder and say, hey, just so you know, uh, the little guy and the little owl are honorary knowledge keepers. <laughs> we just, I just want to let you know. <laughs> Can I see. Yeah, he... he I see. This one does can read maps a little better than some of us. It's, it's some sort of gift, right? Right. I pretend not to hear, but I do hear, and I smile. We welcome you, small one. I look, I look at my Flack, Flack and I wink at him. <laughs> Hello, Flack. It's baby like, Flack. Yeah, Hello. Has a hard time with that hard K sound. You can call me Flack. It's cool. Flack. Flack. <laughs> of the map knowledge. Yeah. Yes. You're talking, so it, it's stuff that like you know existed in the Feywild? Yes. Okay. I, we, we don't know if it's here, but. it's. I, I guarantee it's not. Our realm is not as cool <laughs> and doesn't have nearly as many whimsical things such as that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, that is disappointing. This has so far been a disappointing place. Oh, yeah, it, it is. It won't get better. <laughs> it's actually getting worse uh, as we speak. Yeah, we killed, we destroyed the moon on accident, maybe. So that's yeah. Normally, we have a moon. This concerns them. They they kind of their eyes like, widen out. Did you just <laughs> yeah. say what, we did? No, I said what the royal we. Yeah, it was just our queen. Our queen did it. Not a big deal. At this point, uh, they start to kind of look you over a little bit closer, and one of them notices the insignia on your armor. Those of you who are wearing armor are wearing the uh, armor of uh, Galadoy, uh, and they notice the insignia on it. And one of them starts like hooting at Argyle, um, and Argyle hoots back, and they have a short conversation. Uh, and then uh, Argyle says, um, "My my companion, whose 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 name doesn't translate to your tongue, <laughs> recognizes this symbol on your armor, having come across it about twenty odd years ago." We'll call him Nit. Okay, that that is how that is usually <laughs> how this happens. Is is 
you just say that you'll call us things. That's how I got this name, Argyle. Oh, what do you want to be called, Argie? Oh, yeah, what do you want to be called? Well, now I'm used to Argyle. Okay. That's easy for us. Argyle's good. If you ever, you know, if you're ever there laying at there at night trying to sleep, or I guess laying there in the morning trying to sleep and something comes to you like, oh, you, you feel like something else, let us know. We'll call you that. You have that right. Thank you. kind of look like a cardigan. A cardig- cardigan. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's continue. Uh, let's continue our discussion here. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about elevators. We got to find these magic elevators. Oh, they don't exist. Don't exist. Yeah. Nit pointed out the emblem on Baby Flack's chest. Yes, it um about about twenty or so years ago there was a uh, there was a, a a elven wizard and a and a a, a human who who also played music but was much larger than you. They came to our to the valley and passed through our lands. They were in search of a great power, and they were friends to the Hulits. And if you carry this emblem, perhaps you are friends as well. They did not find this great power, but perhaps it was not our world that it resided in. Oh, are you on the same quest? Marjorie looks at everybody not like power. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Y- yes. Yeah. Our best guess is that this power will reside in one of the cities of the Knowledge Keepers. Well, well, oh, can you point out which one on this map? Yeah, there's so many. I mean, there's like two. Yeah. <laughs> there's oh, literally oh. two. <laughs> I thought you were the map and reader. And one of them is like a, 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 a husk. <laughs> like, there's nothing there. Well, yeah, yeah. See, as the map reader, I'm seeing a lot of cities that you guys aren't. Oh, but if you I just see. see the two most obvious ones, that makes sense. That makes sense. We've got to go to, we gotta yeah, go well, to Middleton. Perfect. We're on, we're on our go. way there right now. Just so. confirm it for me. Argyle, just say Middleton. Just say... Argyle, we're on the Did they check for the op, for the, the treasure? We don't know where they ended up. They passed through our lands. We, we well, then why'd you bring it up? Knit? Yeah. Saw your, your thing and thought it was interesting. <laughs> we get distracted by shiny guys. things. Oh, sometimes. you know what we do as yeah. well. So we're on the same page here. We can direct you to where the lifts would be if this were our world. Yeah, let's go. I want to go to Ludacris, aka Middleton. <laughs> right, it, right. That is where that is. Right? Yeah. yeah, Luda, Luda. The knowledge keepers power their lifts with with gemstones. Mm. You know, so maybe maybe that's the missing ingredient in your world. Do you have gems here? No, we chopped down entire forests and burned them to build not nearly as sophisticated modes of transportation. <laughs> I guess we have magic, but I don't think it's anything that fancy. Oh, what? Hey, uh, and margarine transforms back into margarine. Oh, God. Uh, they all freak out for a second. <laughs> shifting, ah. shifting. And I reach into my pockets and I'm going to pull out the crystal shard that I got from... Um, the child and parent and child island. Oh, yeah. I have a shard of the magic statue. Oh. Don't we also have a, a piece of the... Uh, we have gems. Piece of the ma- yeah, a piece of the, the, the magic source, the wild magic source. Mm. That's what I want. I want a piece of the ma- wild magic source. We have that in someone's pocket. Marcia gets back down on the ground and just goes through all of her pockets trying to find this dang piece of the crystal that the fungus was growing on mm-hmm. in the parent and child islands. And I don't think I have. I do have nuts 
I have a shard of the we, magic statue that broke in uh Oyakoto. Oyakoto. Yeah, do I am I the one who has that I think wild you, magic yeah, thing? I think you do. Okay. Oh, I do have one big dark crystal from the gross boar. The black crystal has an energy to it. Yeah. That it didn't last week. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Like like when you when you like left, like when you were like gearing up to go to the harvest festival and like putting all your shit, like putting on your cargo pants. There's now a you you, you didn't notice it cuz you weren't thinking about it, but now that you're like going through stuff, there's a there's kind of a hum to this dark Oh, I didn't object. notice it because I just figured it was another lump that I should probably get checked out and never would. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Something feels different. Well, that might kill me one day. Argyle shows you on the map where the lift would be to get from this lower part of the valley up to Middleton or the Fey version of Middleton. If this lift exists in your world, you don't know. We could meet you there and try to find this portal that you speak of. Well, I've got a better idea. Marjorie takes off her friendship bracelet and okay. hands it to Argyle. This, okay. this is a beacon. If you guys need help, you could activate this beacon and we'll come to you. But if you see another beacon, it's just a light that shines straight up into the air. If you see one of those, come to that spot. And okay. Hopefully, and that's where the portal will be. That's where the portal will be. Roll persuasion. Okay. That's a good plan. 14? Yeah, good enough. He trusts you. All right, we will take your beacon, uh, and we will, we will search the skies for your light uh, and come when called. And uh, it, hope uh, you'll do the same if you see ours. You know we will. Yeah, but just <laughs> keep in mind, we can't fly. So it might take us a little longer. Yeah. Before we part, um, I, as a keeper of knowledge, I am very impressed by your arrows and your bow. Is there any knowledge, because I'm lacking in that department, is there a, a, uh, a way you could bestow your knowledge of flight feathers um, and fletching to me? Yes. Here's what they're going to do. They're going to give you a quiver of these arrows. Ooh. Oh, cool. And you will have to, over time, like reverse engineer them. Okay. I'll give you a quiver, and this will be the, f- f- I think, one of the first times that I will say you have limited ammunition of these. Makes sense. Until you gain the knowledge to, uh, to make them. So when we get to, uh, when we get to like a downtime section... Not just like a long rest or something, but like something like at the beginning of the season where you guys were like at the mansion and doing stuff. hanging out. You can do some rolls to learn how to make these to like reverse engineer them. Until then, I'll give you 10. Ooh. And these are completely silent arrows. So versus your Stormtail bow, which makes a big <laughs> thunderclap, yeah. <laughs> these will be uh, completely silent. Awesome. Okay. 10 arrows. Yeah, they're, they are, you know. Hey, Argy, about the whole completely silent thing, how does that happen with all of you? Is that, is that a product of the feathers themselves? Just kind of happens, and he moves around, and there's no noise. Yeah, any, any chance any of you are molting right now? And <laughs> can I maybe have some of your feathers just to figure? I feel like that kind of silence could be handy when it comes to music, especially jazz. That's all about uh, the notes that you don't what? play. <laughs> and I just feel like Did maybe you just I say? Could, 
I could maybe like make maybe make a soundproof practice room in the mansion. Uh, basically, I, I feel like it could be with like seven of his feathers. It could lead to a discovery. What? No one batted an eye at the idea of Fletch reverse engineering. That makes sense, though. He's reverse engineering <laughs> how to build the thing they give him. Are you? Imbi- and you're just gonna glue some feathers on the wall? Can I please have a bag of feathers? <laughs> Can you give me some feathers, please? <laughs> Roll persuasion. <laughs> 18. They actually go and they like scrape one of the owl bears, like uh like they're descaling a fish with like a big like a <laughs> and uh and it just like creates this like tuft cloud of yeah, tufts. It's like if you brush a cat. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like if you brush a cat and then they just they just like Walk, one of them just like walks over with a handful and like drops it on you. Thank you. I guess. I, uh, <laughs> I, I pack. I, I put them all in a bag and then I put that bag in the bag of holding. Do offer okay. offer some of them. your hair or something? They, they... Yeah. Do you want any hair? No. <laughs> all right. <laughs> My favorite is. I love that. They don't all speak common, really. So one of the things that guy bothered to learn was, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Hey, if, if Faye elves or anything like you chuckle fucks, then he's got to know, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Okay, so we're off to Middleton, yeah? To Luda from Indeed. Luda from, yes. Yeah, it's all the same Luda. to me. You have a couple choices on the path to, to get there. You continue on the low path as uh, it exists on your terrestrial map. You could go to the location indicated on the Fey map by Argyle that may or may not contain a lift that will get you there quicker. I'm very curious about that. I'm also yeah. curious. Okay. What's, well, what's the other uh, option? Is there three or just two? Uh, the other option is to try to go to um, the ruins uh, of uh, Primavera, mm. um, where mm. yes, there's you know stuff there that you know you 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 heard about this guy with this camp and you know whatever information Argyle said and you know so that is also an, an option. How far away is are the ruins from? Middleton. You could get there and back within a day. If you left from Middleton to go to the ruins, you could get there and like have a nice lunch and then get back before dark. Well, Argyle, it's been a pleasure. Godspeed. We say that. I don't know. Let's go. We can say that. We will search the skies for your beacon and then they all... um... We will remember to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, And then they all take off without uh, sound. Wow. Damn. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm glad they weren't mean. I thought they were either aliens or I thought they were um, like some kind of elves wearing like owl outfits. Yeah, they're not, were... not aliens. Yeah, well, they, they, they are. are I guess technically they're not from here. Yeah, they are from aliens. Oh boy. Yeah, Fletch. Maybe next time, would we all want to go out and and uh, make good with our new friends? You let us do it. Yeah, all right. Well, let me just offer this to you. Uh, we were being One chased. One of the gifts they gave you? The and, fed, thank you. And they murdered. How generous of They them. murdered silently one of our people. They attacked us. Not Marcus uh, was a little bitch, and all of us know it. Now we know it, but we didn't know. Like, we were running <laughs> away from. Listen, I just want to say that I think 
we handled that situation correctly. Thanks to me. I mean, none of us are dead. And Flack. And Mar- and all of us, actually. You guys have been arguing for a while now. <laughs> uh, and you get to where you approximate the location of uh, the location indicated by Argyle to be. It is now getting close to dawn. Um, you have been traveling through the dark night, dark moonless night uh, in the bottom of this valley. Uh, your dark vision has been fully active. Uh, so you have been seeing the world in um, mostly grayscale since the lights of the Hulit's eyes have left your vicinity. I let Flack and Marjorie trip a couple times on purpose. Now I have scratches on my arms falling. Oh, Marjorie, I'm sorry. And I, I helped Marjorie up the last time that Fletch. I just did it once. Did I, Come did on. I ride oh. on the back of Popo? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> No, you cannot. When you get to this location, you find you're in a bit of a clearing. It's very overgrown, ma- uh, mossy, looks a little bit like a like Louisiana Gothic, you know what I mean? Ooh. With like the swamp moss and yeah. shit hanging off of the trees and Ooh. it's very misty in the in the pre-dawn. You come to uh, a, a clearing of sorts. Um, there's no trees in this somewhat large uh, area. Um, and there's some rocks that are kind of slab-like, but kind of bouldery. It's, it's, uh, it's nothing that would appear out of place if you weren't looking for something. But since you were told that there could be something here, it's possible that some of these stones could have been placed here with intent. They are uh, very old, you know, beat up, war- weather-worn rocks. They have moss growing on them. They're discolored by time and and the elements. They are scattered throughout this clearing that's about... It's big enough for you to get the cart uh, with butter and uh, and popo and things into the into the center of it without too much trouble. But it's not so big uh, as to be like completely out of place in the woods. It's not like clear cut or anything. It's like where teens would go and smoke. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. That is absolutely accurate. It would be a comfortable, <laughs> open enough place in the woods <laughs> to, to rip a bowl before you go play Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's stinky. He, the, our guy was talking about it being real stinky. When he went to the old ruins that's supposed to be Primavera in the Feywild, but isn't, is now the Elvish ruins. And then, what did the stinky be, be the stuff that attacked us during the festival? Definitely. Oh, yeah. And I'm still convinced that Morgan is the one who caused all of that to happen. And so now I'm thinking that this guy, Vir- Farmir... Is like from the Feywild, and so is Morgan, and maybe they're feuding. And the reason why he's trying to get a bunch of dumb humans together, a bunch of bozos, might be that does make to sense. Go against her, am I? But it, but is it too much? It makes. I mean, Varmir is a very Feywild sounding name. Mm. That sounds like a pretentious person. But wasn't? Wouldn't? Var, what didn't Varmir? They killed Marcus, and Marcus was a follower of. Varmir, right? So wouldn't 
Well, yeah, but they didn't kill him because he was a follower of Varamir. They killed him because he was killing owl bears. I'm mistaken. But I'm trying to remember what Marcus told us. It's maybe too much to say that he was from the Feywild. I think you're onto something, though. I think you might, might, might you might be onto something here. No, I think I think you're totally right. What am I right? What am I right that about? He's, that he, that guy's from the Feywild, Mark and he's Hart, just yeah. you know because I feel like yeah okay because I'm just kind of assuming that because if I'm him and I'm like man I have this rival time to assemble this band of <laughs> random people aggrieved. I'm going to go to, like, the accident world and just go there and, like, you know, take advantage of a small populace. It'd be so much easier here. <laughs> are, are you from the Feywild? Me? No, I'm just self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> like all teens. <laughs> yeah. <I'm, laughs> As yeah. Zabis rips a bowl. <laughs> One of the oh, yeah. yeah, right. Sam is already <laughs> chilling. <laughs> weed no i just know everything sucks i do i have uh drugs i think you have fantasy weed and fantasy acid i have fantasy acid yeah wow yeah so margarine maybe take out the uh take out that gem yeah and see if it's if it's any brighter or something because if if that might be a key to power the lift we're getting we're close to it I mean, I don't see any lift, but sure. Marjorie takes out the black gem. Uh, you take out the black gem, and it starts to vibrate harder. Uh, it's 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 like it's like buzzing now noticeably as you hold it. It's like holding a phone that's vibrating. I'm gonna hand it to Fletch because it's making me feel bad. Uh, I grab it hesitantly. As you move from where Marjorie was standing to where Fletch is standing to hand it over, it buzzes differently. Uh, it buzzes more, more intensely, uh, and it also make kind of does make you feel bad a little bit. But but you're magically, it's uh, necessarily, it's just got kind of a a vibe. But you bad don't know vibes. if that's from the gem or from the situation. Hmm. But Mar, you know, Marjorie is kind of like her bad vibes are are coming with the gem to you. You, I touch it. Yeah, if you want to. I mean, I don't feel good. Can I like? Just it's like we're playing with like magnets or something. Can I get out that like wild magic shard I have and just like touch it with that? Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but well, I think that's the game. I think we're all gonna die here. The world's gonna explode, and that's the end. Yeah, just we create a black hole and everyone dies. You guys, do, you guys always. I love it when this happens for real, though. When you guys manage to do something where I'm like, well, that. Has an effect. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because I'm a dumb idiot and I'm like. You're playing oh, with rocks. I mean. Fun. I have one too. Zabis, when you touch this, this, ma- this source of magical energy to this, uh, this dark uh, stone, you suddenly see things differently. The world around you is different. Mar- Margarine and Fletch and Flack and Papo and Butter all appear uh, suddenly everything looks like when Frodo puts on the ring and looks at the ring rates. Oh, um, and you see around you uh, that there, you see that this clearing is encased by a uh, stone circle, a standing stone circle. Um, uh-huh. And carved onto these stones is a series of runes. Uh, you recognize these runes um, as uh, old people language or something similar to it. Um, and you can read it. 
uh, and it appears to be is it like our basement. It's similar to your basement. Whoa. Yeah. So um, it's not the exact words. It's not the same uh, phrase that was carved onto the to the door, but it is a similar vibe. Uh, it looks to be maybe uh, around the same era um, and the same kind of like artistic style. And uh, the words on the stones uh, spell out a spell for uh, transportation. It's like a transportation <gasps> spell. Shit. And it's just a flash. I, I'm not able to like, can I with like that amount of time and am I able to like remember how to even like rewrite that or like replicate that in any way? Or uh, is that uh, just too fast? Roll, uh, his, roll, roll an intelligence saving throw. Mm. Okay. Plus one, baby. Let's go. Mm. Fifteen. All right. A fifteen will get you most of the way there. You, 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 there's a couple things that you're kind of guessing at the symbols, exactly how they were arranged. This isn't a, this isn't a language that um, you know. Uh, you can read it with your ability. Right. Yeah, but I can't like recreate it. Yeah, you, you're you're not a hundred percent sure exactly uh, what. Uh, what some of the that you you perfectly recreated some of the symbols yeah um but margarine when you see Zappas kind of what are you like drawing this in the dirt or yeah, are you I drawing it on like a, a notepad with the or end something? of my staff i'm just like scratching it into the dirt great um margarine you recognize this um as that it, it looks like old people language to you but it's slightly different oh yeah what you doing there zeb i Touch the rock to the other rock, and then they saw this. Ooh, Fletch does not feel good about that. Because I thought that we were equal knowledge keepers, and now I'm a lesser knowledge keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Margin, you're seeing these words. Uh, you're kind of trying to sign, sound them out in old person, and it seems like it's telling. Uh, it's like a, um, it's like poetic verse. Uh, it's not like normal syntax. I'm no good at poetry. <laughs> it's describing a like uh like an updraft. There's something. There's something here about a breeze, or a, a, a shooting energy, but like with nature. A gust of wind. And I I look at him. All right, I use gust of wind. <gasps> Fletch cast gust of wind and a uh flurry of air flows out from him when it makes contact with the space in front of you which is kind of at the head of this or the opening of this clearing the air clears of the gust there's this huge gust of wind and then it ends and for a moment nothing happens man i thought that but then a purple like almost electrical outline starts to form a box and at first it's just a square like mia wallace drawing it (laughs) yeah (laughs) and uh and then the square becomes a cube and there's a a like shimmer of purple at the front of this cube and then it like opens but there's nothing really there it's just it just gives you this impression of this cube floating in the air in front of you and then it opens can we enter the cube it's um it's only about a, a square foot 
I said what I said. <laughs> uh, I bought. Okay, so we did this. I think we should call our buddies. Yeah, this is the portal. Maybe they need. Maybe their wings can provide more gust to make the portal wait, bigger. Wait, wait. We should check. We should check it first before we tell them they're good to go home through this little hole. What do you? How do we yeah. check it? Do you put your. You well, put, put your Papa's head in, the head in there. Put Papa's head. Oh, you fuck off! <laughs> All right. Put 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 your head in there. That was so loud. I was right next to you when you yelled that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this. I hope Russell finally gets the chance to do Cube as a <laughs> D&D adventure. Just Cube. We're just in... Cube Fine, tube. you know what? Cube flag, I will. I will put my head in there. And then I go up, up, to, the, I go up to the Cube and yeah, uh, do it. I hesitate. Tell us if it's I, cool. I take a deep breath. This was your idea the first and I look, place. It's not my idea. And I stick my head in. When your face crosses the threshold of this box. I can't believe he put his head in that cube. <laughs> it's severed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, when your face crosses the threshold of this box, you're suddenly able to see the interior of it as if it were real and tangible. And uh, it appears to be the inside of a uh, steel box. Uh, and the in the center of it, is a uh, like a stand of some sort with facets th- that looks as though it's it's empty and uh, looks as though it can hold something, uh, <gasps> something um, maybe uh, that would fit in your hand. Something that's we've had and has been like vibrating scarily this whole mm. time. I pull my head out, uh, guys. We've done it. We figured it out. What? <laughs> what, it's you've a, built it's, a- it's a, yeah, dimension. it's a little cube in there, and there's a little a little thing in the center that you put the thing that's been vibrating that's going to power the whole thing, and then take the oh, let's do it, do it, do it. No, 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 do no, no, no. We're not going to do it. Hold thing. on, we got to call. You're holding. We got to call the. We got to call the hulets. Yeah, oh, we can't forget right. about that. I even said we weren't going to forget. No, yeah, it's a lift. They want to be told when they can go home. Yeah, they don't want to call them over here. And they're like, hey, we're going up to fucking Luda. They're going to be like, great, you wasted our time. Hey, how about I propose this? Flack. Fuck off. <laughs> Flack and yes, Margaret. How about this? As honorary knowledge keepers, why don't we call the Hulets <laughs> and have Go ahead. you guys tell them that you Roll figured the 14th this out. sleight of hand to steal to the what? gemstone from Zabus. Zabus, are you contesting this or? No, I have a feeling she's going to do what I want to like. And then once the Hulets get here, the then you guys. Can show you how do, you guys this. figured out how to open up this portal, and then you can take all the credit Earl for doing this. Twenty-four stealth to go first, like put the gemstone in the box. The, I, That'll do it. What? As she just as Fletch is explaining his plan, <laughs> Marjorie <laughs> uh, stealthily yoinks the uh, gem from Zabus, sneaks behind Fletch, uh, and uh, deposits the gem inside of the magic box. Uh, and when this happens, uh, the box slams shut and becomes a tangible steel box. And now there is a cascade of purple uh, energy down through the box, revealing it to be on a uh, pedest- part of a pedestal system. And now this purple energy stretches out throughout the rest of the clearing 
and slowly uh, reveals the image that Zabbos saw previously when this gem made contact with the, the stone from the magic source. You all now see uh, this dark space uh, where light reacts strange and uh, everything appears uh, as if it were a shadow. The stones that you had previously seen as ruins now become a full standing uh, stone circle around this disk space in the center of this clearing that starts to rumble and and uh, separate itself from the ground, lifting you and everything else around you up into the air. You watch as the ground beneath you recedes, and as it does, it transforms in your field of vision away from the forest that you know, uh, uh, Fletch, the forest that you're so familiar with, Margarine, the, the past that you have been through so many times traveling between the West and, and, and the East, that becomes a desolate wasteland of dead trees. The sky shifts to a gross burnt orange-brown swirl, and you hear uh, in the distance as you continue to lift further and further off the ground, you're now probably... Uh, 40 or 50 feet away from, from the ground. You're, you've cleared the trees, which are now just sticks, um, you know, dead twigs and branches devoid of any kind of leaves. You hear a, a screeching sound in the distance, uh, some, some sort of animal cry that seems, it could be a bird, it could be a lizard, it's just something. And uh, there's a lightning strike that's uh, that same kind of purple light. <laughs> you start to ascend uh, um, following the tree line up uh, the mountainside. Um, the general layout of, of the surroundings remains, but it's now totally different. Um, there's no more forests. It's all dead trees. You know, no, now, in addition to not being any moon, there's no stars. It's this weird, muddy sky uh, with lightning strikes at random points. And you start to float over these trees, and you're heading towards something in the distance. Uh, there's a, a, it's not a light, it's like a negative image, uh, where there's a, like, uh, instead of a, like, dark silhouette with light from a city, there's, a, like, a, a white, wispy outline with, with like, oh glowing black coming from behind it. This is... So much scarier than the owls. <laughs> it's so scary. Um, are we in hell We're world? We're one, I think. You still want to call the owls? D&D&D is a Spotify-exclusive podcast written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, James A. Janice, and Chelsea Rebecca.